0: All right, for this episode, we'll be talking about Noi, Noi 75. in the On the line, I have Rob. Yes, sir. Ben. Noi. And John. Truths. Noi 75 is the third studio album by the kraut rock band Noi, released in 1975 on the Brain label, and the producer was Connie Plank and Noi. The genre is kraut rock, cosmic music, and experimental rock, psych rock. And I'm going to read from the book, Mark Bennett. One of the archetypes Krautrock bands of the 1970s, noise negligible commercial success belies the enormous influence the band still has on rock and electronic music. Former Kraftwerk members Michael Roth and Klaus Dinger were poles apart. Roth's obsession with drones and gradual timbrel changes clashed wonderfully with Dinger's powerful drumming. Their Connie Plank-produced debut Noi would become a touchstone for practically the entire post-punk era, but exposed the gulf between the duo. The pair made up for the record budget shortfall on Noi 2, uh, recycling the two songs they already had at different speeds, unwittingly inventing the remix in the process. Then the pair went their separate ways. After Kraftwerk reaped global success, Roth and Dinger set aside their differences long enough to deliver their masterpiece, Noi 75. Using a combination of synthesizers and drums, Hans Lomp and Thomas Dinger, uh, freeing Klaus Dinger to wreak havoc on all the other instruments, the pair split the album between Rother's beautiful ambient textures and Dinger's proto-punk thrashing, only joining forces for the opening easy and the definitive Noi statement e-music having finally meshed their instruments together to create the perfect machine they did the only logical thing split up permanently all right what do we think of Noi noy 75 what do you think of it rob um holy smokes that's uh that's a spicy meatball
1: right there uh yeah i I, I don't have a I don't have a bad thing to say about these six songs. Uh, Easy uh, as we when uh, when everything shut down, I was doing a lot of walking at nighttime, and that was a weird uh, weird track to have. Honestly, the first the first half of this record is a very strange track to have when like streets are completely empty. Dude, <laughs> same. Just-
2: that that was my very first introduction to this album. I was listening to it while walking around like right after lockdown.
1: Yeah fucking just
2: just a gray day and no one was around it was weird and and it really it worked yeah it set the mood very <laughs> yeah. nicely yeah
1: man uh i'm gonna start calling uh like playing out of time phasing that way uh i can sound <laughs> like i know what i'm talking about <laughs> and doing as opposed to <laughs> just being horrible at uh counting <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, there's a there's a lot of phasing on this first half of the the uh, the record, and yeah, I mean, I don't know, I I I feel like a bunch of word vomit's going to come out of my mouth if I try to like describe my my thoughts on listening to this. Um, it's just it was so good.
0: Yeah, it was underwhelming for me at first because it's very very nuanced, a very nuanced record, and I think that is hard to get into uh, on a first attempt or a first listen even though we've been listening to a lot of kraut rock or, or a lot of this cosmic music and these very slow tempos and very precise measurements and things that they're doing it's very hard to just grab onto one thing they do make these a lot of melodies within mm-hmm. each song which i found that's something you can kind of grab it to- Take towards but it extends so long each song goes at least eight minutes or so and so it it felt it just didn't feel immediate but on each re-listen i'm starting to pick up more and more and it's becoming more rewarding to listen to that i also think that the dead deadening of instruments and how everything sounds one almost one dimensional in, in a strange place, but then also phases in and out is, is interesting. That's all Connie Plank, man. Yeah. Connie that, Plank. Uh,
1: yeah. I don't know if you guys have uh, taken the time to watch it, but if you, the, the Connie Plank documentary is up there What's and basically um, the oh shit, it's the uh, potential of noise. Uh, there's just Connie Plank slash potential of noise. And just, he, he's the reason why Crat rock, rock exists and just the amount of records that he'd he'd done. Um, it's worth your time. Just, just watch it. Um, Is, you have a- Connie
2: plank, the guy that was originally on the back cover of Autobahn, sitting in the car with them. And then they superimposed their new drummer over him. Uh, no, I
1: don't believe that was Connie. Um, because Con- Connie Plank didn't produce that record. He produced oh, okay. all of Kraftwerk stuff up until Autobahn, where Kraftwerk did it themselves after that. Um, but he did do their first three records and uh, he did all of Noise stuff. He did uh, the first Scorpions record. <laughs>
2: he did, hey, uh, I just pulled up my notes from Autobahn, yeah. and I've got engineer Conrad Plank. Oh, he did engineer it. Hmm. No shit. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, well, yeah, then he may have been that may have been him in the back of the car then.
0: Um he probably didn't uh, produce it. Yeah.
1: yeah. The uh yeah, the fucking uh Devo's uh Q&A record uh is supposed to be like I, I always assi- like it it says brian eno uh produced it on the record but in actuality like connie plank was doing the engineering and was also the one that he came up like the drum sound for mongoloid like the snare drum sound oh really yeah (laughs) like he had this farmhouse out in the just out out in the uh i guess outside of cologne is that in germany Mm i guess Mm -hmm. that is Uh, yeah yeah yeah. and uh like that that's where the bands would go there hang out with the family just record and like be away from everything and yeah amazing documentary and worth your time but uh he's he's the one that's making all these all this stuff come together and
2: the potential of noise
1: the potential of noise yeah cool. check it out um but getting back to it yeah man i I think that I like side one better than side two Birch. If I'm being honest, I think like the, uh, the softer ambient stuff's great. Um, I love hero. Um, I know that's where David Bowie got his like idea for heroes. <laughs> um, but it, so like he that- got
2: the idea from here and then he just borrowed the Robert Fripp guitar <laughs> line from uh, another green world.
1: Yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> um, all of the rock stuff
1: to me goes on a little bit longer than it ought to which i know is a a, kind of a, a weak complaint on my end but it i find the first half like more intriguing with the length of the tracks and the uh just like all of the ambience ambience going on
0: Transition, those those first tracks feel like they transition into different elements, like we're, we are listening to the wave sound now. Whereas those other tracks that on side two, the more rock influenced tracks, do seem to just it's the same drum beat throughout that, even though it's being phased and there's some different layers of things being put on it, it does seem to be that sort of the same beat, and so they don't necessarily transition as much i would say yeah that's the
2: beat no that's the beat you want for this kind of music right that's
0: true what the are you talking
3: about like this the motoric beat that's on ec
2: that's the one yeah What it's all outside too too yeah just
3: a stopless or seamless and endless ostinato or whatever just a yeah
2: it's i mean it's a good
3: sound that works for ec and it works for for a lot of rock, but I'm going to agree with Rob that I like the, I mean, it's, I guess it's a personal choice, but I like the ambient stuff more. I feel like it, it, it is a more full exploration of that sound than the rock stuff. Like the rock stuff feels kind of like they're, they're moving some things around. They're trying some new things, but it doesn't hit for me. It's cool. Like They're like, making it's just some, not as they're, cool, they're, Right. right. They, they're doing cool stuff. Like they've got some jet wash noise. I don't know what else to call it other than like, if you've, you've ever been in, a, in an area where a bunch of planes fly over, like we live, you get that kind of like wash noise that comes mm-hmm. and And that's, that's in um, some of the songs or at the end of the song on um, side two. Like, but
1: like
2: the beginning of I back in the USSR. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what does, what does lab walls uh, translate to? Well, farewell. Know? farewell? Yeah. All right. I I also, I, I really enjoyed uh, side one. I like both sides of this. Uh, I really enjoyed side one. And the whole time I was listening to this, you know, I was streaming it. So, you know, it makes sense on a six track album that this side changes between tracks three and four, but it wasn't until today that I realized that not only is that where the album, where the side changes, but also like the the creative duties were definitely split beside between side one and two. Like side one is the Michael Rother side, and side two is the Klaus Dinger side. And I think that's really interesting. But I feel as this uh, this is like my introduction to Noi. I'm almost like it's like I'm starting with uh, like speaker box love below. You know, a little bit. Like yeah. I, I, I'm starting with the chocolate and the peanut butter being separate entities. And I would love to hear maybe, maybe their first album or, or something else where maybe it is a little bit more swirled in, but uh, I think this is really interesting as an album to have, you know, really have side one and side two be that distinct and that different creatively. And they're, they're definitely, they're both important. Uh, I really dig the ambient stuff on side one. I, I find it really interesting. Like the, the, the directions are pushing the sounds and the melodies and stuff. And then like side two, you know, here we are in the year 2020 and we, we've heard, you know, we've, we, we've heard these kinds of tones before, but like uh, I was trying to put myself in 1975 and to hear like the vocal delivery of hero and, you know, the, the stuff that does have this punk leanings and you can see where like the influences are. It's almost it's hard to to notice it as much now but like in the time
0: that sort of dr- the it, drone it, and the the sort of post punk yeah uh, yeah th- 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 this is where the the drum beats come for Joy Division and Echo and the Bunny Man all those absolutely those sort of yeah. post punk bands that are trying to make that dead deadened sound of drums or have that sort of drone uh, delivery on vocals yeah totally Absolutely.
2: I would listen to a full album of side one and a full album of side two. But what I I really want to hear would be more of like an integration of the two sides. And if that is available on one of noise, other albums, then that's kind of where I don't think it is. Like, I
1: I, I think that, uh, Old boy, who got super into uh, like the idea of like making more rock and stuff. What didn't start out that way? Like it, it became more of a uh, a fixation later on, and uh, just getting back together. Like oh, they, yeah. they, they, they knocked this out. Which
0: I think that's fucking what, cool. Uh, it's wh- it's it's really cool. Yeah, I think that's why this is so highly regarded. Is because it has a perfect, has that blend, a balance, the balance. <laughs> It's got the balance. What I want
2: is the blend.
3: <laughs> True. This yeah, is listen. the Lunchable Unassembled. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, yes. Deconstructed L- listen, Kraut Rock. Listen <laughs> to some Sonic Youth.
0: Yeah.
2: Fair. fair I, yeah. Say,
0: I mean, going back to Negative Land on the, the other album, I mean, there are some different, it's got that heavy sort of bass line that cuts in and, and then it has a bit of fury, but it has like a, there's squalls and squelches that come in. It's yeah.
3: So Ben, you, you haven't heard the the original Noy album. This is,
2: this is all of the Noi I've
3: heard. Yeah. Birch is talking about negative land, which is off of the first Noy album, right?
2: Named after that band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that reverse. It. <laughs> uh,
1: fun, fun fact. Uh, uh, Leb
3: wall is exactly sixty beats per minute. Is it? it yeah. It, and what That's else is cool. sixty beats per minute? Your your heart or the
2: the second hand on a clock.
3: Yes. <laughs> <Thank> oh. you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs>
2: Did I blow your mind
0: <laughs> this time?
2: <laughs>
0: Dude, getting back to that, I do think that uh, average the heartbeat or the constant rhythm is one, one twenty is what people typically uh, say is the, the dance beat or, or a typical yeah. uh, drum beat. It's just the natural sort of like heart, heart beat. Uh, side two just kicked on.
3: Yeah, it did. Bing, ding, ding, yeah. ding. It does follow the rule. Side two, track one.
0: They, 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 they oh, tried it. Yeah.
2: Hero, hero rocks, man.
3: That's a great song, man. I definitely misheard some lyrics in hero. What do you think he said? Cause oh, I thought he said like, fuck a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, that can't be right. That's what he's saying. I ain't saying fuck that dolphin. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's You're definitely saying fuck a variety of things, but none of them are a dolphin.
2: Is he saying fuck a variety of things? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, let me find it. It's uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's a, he- it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a punking, you know, kind of song. It's a, it's a angry song. Oh, uh, just quick
1: question. Uh, li- listen to "Hero" right now. Is it the same tempo as EC?
0: It's
3: the same motoric beat. That four-four like do, do, it could do, be do, Rob. Do, it do, do, might be the same do, do, tempo, do, 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 man.
0: Yeah, it sounds about right. You know yeah. they, they they love that
3: math. He definitely says, "Fuck the press, fuck the program, fuck the press, fuck the company, fuck the company." You're only making money. Oh. But yeah, I think when he says "fuck the com- fuck the program," I think I heard it as "fuck a dolphin." Fuck a dolphin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck the program.
0: Pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody think that the sides might have been reversed, or it might have been a different experience for the record if yeah. if this had started off the album and then it gone? I, into
1: the- I don't think I would have enjoyed this album nearly hmm. as much if this had started it out, and, and only because like coming off of the slower ambient stuff and into this felt like a progression, like towards a thing. Yes. I think that if I had had all the rock up front, the ambient wouldn't have like made quite the impact. Like when it, when the first time listening to this, when it switched over from uh wall to hero, like it was like a, Oh, all right. Now we're, now we're doing a new thing like
0: excitedly because
1: you know, so it's, it, it's faster.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's a slow burn. To begin with, and then it 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 keeps you energized because at the at the flip side, you're. It's a slow n- burn
2: that ignites. That yeah,
0: ignites. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's a. If
3: if the rule is that side two track one has to be the banger, then you have no choice but to do it this way. But I I, I agree, it's <laughs> so Not the banger. <laughs> no, but I, I had <laughs> the same thoughts. Burst though, so like it's the most it's
1: anthemic great. of all of them. Yeah. yeah. I think that you probably could lay them on top of each other. I think it's even in the same key.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I'm hearing it right
0: now.
1: So, so you think
0: that the the side that side the side one track one and side two track one could all could be combined into one song?
2: And that would be my chocolate with my peanut butter, man.
0: I, I think you could layer it, honestly, Birch. Okay. We have the technology. Yeah, I'll do it. Is I'll it- send it, I can send it to you guys.
2: <laughs> I can't tell if it's actually the same key or if I just hear it as the same key because I'm listening to Hero right now.
1: I think you just I think it's yeah. the same key, man. I think it's the same key.
2: <laughs> Is it e? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think it fits. I'm going
0: to send it to you guys and it's going to be so <laughs> awful.
3: It's going to sound like Miles Davis and I'm going <laughs> to hate it. <laughs> then you'll finally understand why they had to do it in two different sides.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't have anything else to say. Like Aside from um, when uh, th- this still sounds like the future of music to me a little bit. Like it, the, the, This still sounds like it it doesn't sound dated as I guess is what I mean. Like it still sounds fresh though. It is of its time. I don't think it sounds out of time. Like the first time listening to it or even now
0: listening to it. What did you guys think of the, the phasing on, I think it was E music, just the constant phasing of that, that drum with the guitar work. Was it engaging the entire time? It's 10 minutes long. And it's a constant phase back and forth. I do like when it overlaps when you, you're hearing those drums and you're hearing the the beat sort of overlap within your if you're listening on headphones or something. It's very trippy, but at the same time, it it, it just seemed to it had it almost felt like a gimmick. It almost felt like clever, but then didn't just uh, kind of complete.
1: Well, who's that? Who's that classical composer that's all about phasing? Steven Reich. Stephen Reich, yeah. Stephen Reich, Reich. Reich, whatever. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I find that shit to be gimmicky, but I'm still entertained by it. But you know it's not gimmicky, though? When uh, one person is doing both parts on the piano at the same time where they're able to slightly speed up one hand while continuing tempo with the other one. fucking witchcraft, man. It is. (laughs) But done with, uh, like, an ensemble, I'm like,
3: eh. Phasing is paying is playing two similar parts at a similar but not the same time. And slow
1: like you can slightly speed up one of them, so like it becomes out of sync, out of phase, and then if you do it fast enough with it, it starts syncing up incorrectly with getting some really weird polyrhythms going until eventually. So yeah, like so you you get your fingers like this, John, right? Uh, because we're doing a podcast, and then you do like this. And it just fades, and eventually there will be
3: lineups in that. Okay,
2: not necessarily done live. It could be done, you know, post. But but people that do it live, yeah, that's that's math that I can't even wrap my head around.
1: Nah, Grady's done some some of that shit with an ensemble, and it's really really interesting um, and hard to do. Yeah, like I, I have enough time, like keeping like a regular beat. I couldn't imagine trying to speed up like. Just decimals <laughs> to try to get phasing going at the same time. It's it's hard to wrap the brain around.
3: So, the track E music I is literally out like threes against twos, man. Like German for yeah. serious music. So, is this them trying to be serious? They're I like, oh, so. you're only going to like this if you're like seriously into music. I, I think it's serious music. Birch, do you like it or not like it?
0: <laughs> this track. I like it. I just, I, I think I wanted to talk about what, what does this mean in in terms of what are they doing in, in this?
2: And in in your intro, the intro that you read singled out this song specifically as, as like, you didn't call it this, but it made it sound like it was like, like the tent pole of the album. I don't know. I I, I don't, this, like, I like the song E music is not necessarily the standout track on the album. For me, I was wondering if you had any background on why, like the, the up that you read, like, singled out this song in particular like what what about this song makes this the one to be
0: singled out i think uh this one's been singled out for just the the way that it uh and i'm sorry i think i was talking about phasing when i meant flanging because it's it's flanging Definitely up a and lot down. of flange yeah flanging
3: yeah. and phrase and fl- and phasing
0: and phasing <laughs> <laughs> just all over the f- place but i think that this one represented something a bit like autobahn Or other um, things that were influential in terms of post punk and creating something unique out of just a simple, not simple, but driving beat, something within rock music that then created something else based on these different electronic instruments being plugged into this.
2: It's definitely very driving. Yeah. So has well, got a lot of momentum going.
3: This this beat is like noise thing, right? Like people talk about Noi being the originators of this four four like unstopping beat, right? The, well, I mean it was, it?
1: Was, it, was it, it was happening with early craft work as well. Like it, it's this is just the Crouch rock beat. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: all four on the floor all the time. Sometimes eight on the floor. Eight on the floor.
0: All right. What do we think of this album there Yeah, uh, I've
2: been enjoying it.
0: Must listen, I think. Yeah. Positive. Absolutely.
1: But completely positive on my end. Um, Yeah. uh, Again, still sounds like the future. And uh, Connie Plank is a fucking genius engineer. So
2: it does sound like the future. Even even here. What is this? Thirty five years later. Wait, 45, years, 40, later. 40, 45, 45 yeah. years later, holy yeah. shit still sounds like the future this album doesn't necessarily have a standout track for me, especially it being kind of two half albums back to back on a single disc that being said I enjoy it every single time I hear it, I don't know if I fully understand what I'm listening to they're pushing boundaries that that I'm not even really that fam- familiar with. Uh, but I'm as as a listener, I am just really enjoying the ride. And uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would recommend this album. I, I, I like it a lot.
3: Yeah, I'm not a sophisticated listener to the point that I could say much about this album <laughs> um, just because I can't describe it. Um, there are parts that I like. There are parts that I am not particularly fond of. Um, I'm still going to give it a positive overall. There's songs like "Sealand" that I really thought uh, created a nice sort of like mental soundscape. Like a lot of the track or side one creates sort of a a mindscape for you if you're just listening and and ready to be in that mood. Um, I mean, you know, uh, e music. The second side song two is fine. A Hero is fine. Um, it just I'm not. I'm not in a space. I think, or or a, or a listener of the type that can take this album and say like, oh, I'm really getting this. You know, I, I just I, my my palate is not sophisticated enough. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I don't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was very neutral uh, before, and then I I just I just find myself finding it more and more interesting.
1: It's a grower, man. It's,
2: it is. It a really grower. is. Yeah.
0: It v- very much is it not a and i feel like a lot of the that german ambient kraut rock sort of textured music is is a is a lot of thinking about it and coming back to it and listening to it again it is not pop music it is obviously you know when they were creating that music they wanted to reinvent rock music or reinvent pop music into something different than had already been created. And so they said, throw everything out the window and let's just start over. And I think this is, this is starting to get there and I'm starting to get into it more. It's the same way though I felt about Autobahn where I'm not so sure I'm into it. It's something I just can't put my finger on why I don't find I find it interesting to listen to and I enjoy listening to it. But at the same time, I there's just something about it that I'm not quite in- invested in. There's a couple songs, but there's just something about it that I think that bands that came after this they were they were one of those bands that they broke the mold. They they provided the influence, and I think I'm into things that other people that they have probably influenced more than, than them as an actual band still positive because it, it, it is such a interesting idea and the things that they're providing are, are pretty cool. But at the same time, it, I just don't, I'm not fully, I'm not going to go out buy you know, the vinyl albums and, and listen to it all the time, I guess.
1: I might grab noise 75 if I can find it. Um, yeah, but I would say I agree with you, Birch. Uh, I, I think uh, EC is the uh, the standout track on this record. I think Out with the old
2: and with the noise. See
0: when. Absolutely. <laughs> cool, y'all. Awesome. All right. Next time we'll be talking about Led Zeppelin physical graffiti. Thanks, y'all.